thank you for it right now. And I want to tell you right now, I feel over the atmosphere of this church that there is a, a shift in the realm of the Spirit. You know that we are, we are spirit people and, and, and natural bodies. But I tell you, as I came into this church, as it is in this church, you guys are bringing a shift here. There is a shift in the realm of the Spirit. There is an expansion in that right now. And I want to encourage you, church, to back your leaders, to pray for them, to, to agree with them, to stand with them. Thank you, Lord. Awesome, God. Can we give God some praise in this place? Thank you, Lord. Well, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to, to, to do that. I know I've taken a bit of time there. I, I, will, I will preach, but I'll preach, I'll preach good. I'll preach short for everyone here today. Who'll give me 10 minutes? Yeah, 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 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. All right, we've got at least an hour here today. It's brilliant. No, I, I, I want to, I, I know that you guys are doing a season, a series called All In, and I love that. I love being sold out for the kingdom of God. I love being all in with everything we are. The Bible says that we are to lay down our lives, to take up our cross. Jesus laid down his life for us so that we could know the freedom experience. And, 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 and salvation is free, but it'll cost you everything. Salvation is free, but it costs you everything. God is calling us to lay everything to us here. And, and uh, I wanna, I, I'm going to loosely follow my notes. So if I say some of the scriptures at the back there, chuck them up. If you don't, don't worry, it's okay. Um, I I was called in to do this, and I prepared a message, and I sent my notes to Pastor Ruth. I had all these beautiful slides, and I'm just, I'm just in the home there, and I'm just going, last night, I'm just going, I just don't know if that's the message. And I want to, and so this morning, I, when I walked in here, I just felt, no, I'm definitely going to change my message up here on this place there. It's still going to fit within it. I want to share with you a message that I titled, How to Work Out. Um, and, and, and I want to talk to you about working out your spirit because God is calling us as spirit, soul, and body to serve Him, to be all in with everything. And our, our spirits are the part of us that connects with God. And, and sometimes we, we find ourselves in our daily walk with what we do, uh, just a little bit, uh, maybe just focused on, on our souls and our body because we can physically feel our body and our souls, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions. We, we are in connectivity with that and that. And and sometimes our spirit can get put to the side. But I believe that God is calling us to work out our spirits, to be totally in, 100%, because we are not just like flesh and bones. We are, uh, in fact, this is, our flesh and bones are less real at the scheme of eternity than our spirits. But because we can see and feel and experience our body, often that gets disproportionately given a focus above and beyond what our spirits are. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 4, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. I want to tell you, a demonstration of the Spirit's power is a couple of things. It's a life that is changed and transformed by a, a supernatural encounter with Jesus. When you walk down the street and you're no longer the same person you once were, when you were once lost, but you are now found, when you were once dead, but you are now alive, that is the Spirit's power working in your life. 
But there is also another element of what Paul is talking about here when he says, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. I believe that God wants us to operate with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And in 1 Corinthians 12, there is nine gifts of the Holy Spirit that the Bible talks about. It talks about the word of wisdom where we would get supernatural wisdom about the situations that we face. I believe that business people, there's a guy in our church where he supernaturally got downloaded in 15 minutes, something that he'd been searching for and seeking for for over a year that has been the foundation cornerstone of his business that's enabled him to take it all over the world. You know, a word of wisdom that comes. There's the word of knowledge where God was supernaturally just, you'll find out some knowledge that you had no way, no business knowing about because in the natural you couldn't know about it. There is the gift of faith where you just supernaturally, there's just something you know that you know that God is going to do something. There's not because there's any rhyme or reason uh, that, that, that's there. There's the gift of faith. There's the gift of healing where, where God will release healing through what you're doing and you see people get healed and set free from things. There's the gift of miracles where all of a sudden miraculously in an instant something's transformed. Maybe it's creative miracles. There's just something that has been released in that place. The Bible talks about the gift of prophecy. And, and the gift of prophecy is to uplift and to encourage and to, to speak God's truth, His purpose and His plans into the church, into people's lives. There's the gift of discerning of spirits. You know, around in this world, we are in a spiritual world. There is lots of action and things that are going on. And God wants us to understand and know and recognize what is happening, not just before our eyes, but in the realms of the Spirit. There is the gift of speaking in tongues, which is the supernatural language that the Holy Spirit gives to us to build ourselves and to edify ourselves up. And there is the interpretation of tongues where actually God reveals to us what is spoken in those moments, especially when they're brought out in a declarative prophetic way. And I want to say right now, what an incredible church this is. What is something a church has made a stand for Northland to see miracles, to see all those things going on. And it's not just by words. It's not just by, by actions. But it is by the power of the Holy Spirit operating here in this place. Romans 8.14 says this, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. I want to tell you, we need to be led by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to lead us. You need to understand that God isn't just going, All right, great, have a great week and I'll see you next Sunday. He's saying, I walk out with you with the door. I walk with you as you hop in your car when you drive for lunch. I'm with you as you go to work on Monday. I'm with you as you're with your family. I'm with you as you go to school. I'm with you wherever you go. There is a partnership that the Holy Spirit says, but He says, I want to lead you. I want to guide you. I want to speak to you. I want you to hear who I am. And we need to see the church rising up sons and daughters. It's not about just being in the family. Like, it's not like being like that second or third cousin twice removed by marriage that you only see once in a blue moon at the family gathering. We are a family of sons and daughters, not third cousins. That means that we are planted in the house of God. That means we are planted in church where we are walking with family does life together. Family sticks together. Family encourages and comes along. We are sons and daughters of God. And so that means that we need to have connection, that we're designed to be in connection with God. Anyone believe that here today? And the thing that I love about being in the family is that actually Jesus, he said some pretty powerful stuff about you and I. He talked about you. Did you know that? Do you know that Jesus, when he walked the earth, talked about you? 
He, he had plans and purposes for you. See, when the Bible says that he went to the cross, he was thinking of you. And, and, and it says this in John 14, 12, that whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing. And they will do even greater than these. They will do even greater than these. And the reason, Jesus gives a reason why we can do even greater. See, that blows my mind. Because Jesus saw the dead raised to life. Jesus saw the blind see. He saw the mute speak. He saw the lame walk. He saw people who were caught up in all sorts of of, of bondage and restriction be set free from that wherever he went. And he said, you know what? You will do even greater. And he said the reason, because I go to the Father. Because Jesus knew the plan. Because he spent time with his father. He knew that, hey, if I stay here, then the Holy Spirit won't be released. But if I go to the father, then the Holy Spirit will be unlocked. I mean, we talked about it before. Pastor Ruth talked about how Joshua would spend time outside the tent because that's where the presence of God was. Do you know when Jesus died on the cross, the Bible records that the veil, the very thing that would restrict us from being able to enter in, was torn in two. And that meant that the Holy Spirit was no longer resigned. The presence of God was no longer to be found just in a a holy of holies, just in a church, just in a place, in a meeting. That meant that He was released to go wherever we are. And that excites me. That makes me, woo! I'm so glad that I did not live when Jesus was alive, but I get to live now. I mean, it would have been amazing, don't get me wrong, but I love living in the 21st century where the Holy Spirit is with us wherever we go. Jesus said, very truly I tell you in John 16, 7, it is for your good that I'm going because unless I go away, the advocate, the Holy Spirit will not come to you. But if I go, he will, I will send him to you. And so then the Bible records, Luke says, hey, wait. Jesus says to his disciples in the end of the book of Luke, he says, wait here in Jerusalem. Stay here. Wait until I send the Holy Spirit, until I send power from on high, until I do this. And we record in the Bible in Acts chapter 2 where they had been spending time waiting, seeking, praying, being in there. There was a lot of people that had dwindled away, had gone off, had wandered away and waited. And the Bible records that there was 120 people that stayed in that place. And the Holy Spirit dropped into that place. And it says, when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They were all filled. They were all filled. It wasn't the pastors and the leaders. It wasn't those that were paying the most attention. It wasn't those that had led mostly holy lives. It was all of them. That if you find yourself in the place where God is moving, if you would be open, all were filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Bible records that they all began to speak with new tongues, that, that there was something there, and they were all filled as the Spirit enabled them. I want to tell you the Holy Spirit walks with you, wants to be with you, wants you to experience and to know. There is no, there is no barrier that God places. It does not matter your social or economic background. It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter that how old you are or how young you are. It doesn't matter how fit you are or how unfit you are. It doesn't matter how much you've read this Bible, whether or not you've read this Bible once or a million times. The Bible just says that they were all filled and that their opportunity is for every single single one of us here in this place. And Jude says, but you dear friends, 
building yourselves up in your most holy faith and by praying in the Holy Spirit. See, God released to us something there so that we could go forward and know who He was in our everyday life. The Bible records about the gift of tongues and how they all received it and all were walking in that thing. And I want to talk to you about the power that is found when we speak in the gift of tongues. When we, when we speak in another language that the Holy Spirit gives us and, and, and releases that to us. You see, I wanna, I'll, I'll tell you a true story. This happened to me two weeks ago. On Thursday, I had one of the most important meetings that I've had in a very long time with my senior pastors. I came to go drop my son off at school. My wife and I had been preparing, and, and it was all about the church and what we'd been feeling, and we'd been given an opportunity just to speak into what we felt the Lord was saying for our church and the direction and all that kind of thing there. I go, and I go to drop my son off to school, and I know that the enemy didn't want me to, to, to go into this meeting, and all of a sudden, this wave of anxiety just came against me. All of a sudden, I just start feeling incredibly down. All of a sudden, I start to feel physically sick. I start to feel like migraines. And I get these thoughts coming in my head. Oh, man, I just don't want to go in today. Maybe I should pull a sickie. Maybe I should just lie in bed. Maybe I should, all of these things. And I start to feel overwhelmed. And in my emotions, I start to feel real down. True story. Anyone ever felt like that before? All of a sudden, life, whatever the circumstances and situations are coming against you. And, and I've been in that place before, and it's not a great place. And, I, I, and in that place, I felt like the Holy Spirit just said to me, speak in tongues. He just said to me, hey, just build yourself up in your most holy faith. He said to me, and so I just started, and I remember being in that place, and, and maybe you've never heard what it is to speak in tongues, and I'm just driving in my car, and I'm stuck in the traffic of Albany, driving up, uh, driving up the road, Bush Road there, and I remember just start speaking in tongues, and I remember feeling so weak. I remember feeling so quiet and so small and so insignificant in that moment. And in that place, I was almost overwhelmed by anxiety and the, 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 the weight and the burdens of all this stuff attacking my mind, my thoughts, saying to me, oh, you, you shouldn't do this. This is no good. They're going to reject what you're saying, all this stuff. And I remember just started. I just started speaking quietly. And I, I remember there, and I had my daughter Carolina in the back and there, and I started speaking. But you know what happened as I started speaking in tongues, as I started that there? All of a sudden, the Bible records that when you speak in a tongue, you build yourself up, you edify yourself, you encourage yourself, you speak God's plans and purposes over your life. And I want to tell you, when you do that, an atmosphere of faith is created, whether or not you feel it or not. And I want to tell you, I did not feel it in that moment. But as I spoke, something shifted in the atmosphere and the spirit around where I was. And I started speaking and declaring, all of a sudden, in my spirit, it started to work out. You see, because I'd given myself my whole life spirit, soul, and body over to Jesus. I was all in, and in that moment, I started speaking, and all of a sudden, there was a stirring and a lifting and a, and a raising up, and all of a sudden, I found myself just declaring and speaking out into the atmosphere, and quite by accident, I don't know where it came from, a whisper, but I was shouting out. I was declaring the praises of God. I was there in that car, and then all of a sudden, I thought, I better be a little bit quiet because of little Carolina's ears. I don't want to, like, hit there, but I found all of a sudden, because God had shifted something on the inside of where I was. 
And we need to be people that understand what God has given us. He has spoken to us. He has released to us. I've heard countless stories from people. I've had experiences time and time in my life where people have been released in this, been able to speak in this. David in the Bible talks about a moment where he strengthened himself in the Lord. Now, I don't know that he was given the gift of tongues, but I know that today we have the gift of tongues, that we can strengthen ourselves in the Lord. And in a moment of time of stress or anxiety, in a moment of time of uncertainty, of a moment of time of doubt, in a a moment of time where we are not sure what to do, that we can turn to the Father, that we can strengthen ourselves, that we can be all in and see God do something incredible. And see, the great thing about this is that God released to us this gift of tongues that was not a place that we would just have to come into church or to a prayer college to pray. Do you know, do you know that there, I, I came up with a list a non-exhaustive list, but a list nonetheless of places that you could pray and speak in tongues. Would you like to hear this list? Anyone like to hear this list? Because this, this is the great thing. You see, you could speak in tongues in the shower. You could speak in tongues in the car. You could speak in tongues while you're in the bathroom. You can speak in tongues while you're walking across the car park, while you're going to the bus stop, while you're on your way to school, while you're at your desk at work, while you're in church, while you're at the beach, while you're going for a swim, when you're on a horse. You can speak in tongues while you're being towed behind a boat and a donut. You can speak in tongues while riding a bike. You can speak in tongues while on a plane. You can speak in tongues while you're waiting to see your boss and you're not sure why you're sitting there. You can speak in tongues in the train. You can speak in tongues in the park. You can speak in tongues while you're going for a bushwalk, while you're working out in a gym. You can speak in tongues while you're on the back of Pastor Paul's jet ski. I can tell you, you can speak in tongues anywhere. There is no limitation for this there. At any time you want to work out and build yourself up in your most holy faith, you can be released in this gift. And this gift here is for everyone to speak it. That if we want to keep building inside of our lives and keep staying in that place where we allow the revival fire of the Holy Spirit to burn in our lives, to be all in. Who anyone here want to be all in? I want to lay it all in. It's like you're playing a game of Texas Holden. You chuck all your chips in there. I am all in for Jesus, no matter what the cost, no matter what happens. And in every moment, every time I find myself questioning that or going, man, is this what I need? Is this where I'm at? I just speak in tongues. And all of a sudden, my spirit starts to come alive. Comes alive on the inside. And the thing you've got to understand about this gift is that for many of us here today, and I don't know where you are and what your experience is on this, but I want to tell you something. This is a gift that I feel like the church today doesn't quite understand the power and potential of what it is. In fact, Paul in the Bible, he talks about it. He, 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 he understood something about what happens here because he said, you know what? I thank God that I speak in tongues more than you all. He boasted and bragged in the fact that he spoke in tongues. He said, you know what? This is such a great thing. And I know that if you read the Bible, you'll understand this. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2 that for anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people but speaks to God. I want to tell you, you need to understand that when you speak in tongues, you're not speaking to man. You're speaking to God. It's your spirit, spirit to spirit that is going over in your life. And it, it continues on. Indeed, no one understands you and understands them and that no one but God understands what's going on. You need to understand something about speaking in tongues. 
It is a direct communication path between your spirit and the Holy Spirit, between you and the Father. And the devil hates it because he cannot understand it. And he understands that as we speak, that we're speaking the plans, the purposes, and what God has for us. He hates it because he sees the result of what happens when we come and be released, and that that faith rises up, and that there no one understands it but God, and that they utter mysteries by the Spirit. You need to understand that it is by the Spirit. Romans 14, uh, Romans 8, 14, what does it say there? Again, it says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And it says in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 4, that he who, or he or she who speaks in an unknown tongue edifies themselves, builds themselves up. That word edify means to build up. The best way that you can be all in in your life is to be all out for Jesus to fulfill who he's called you to be. And you will never fully come to the place of that unless you are led by the Spirit of God, unless you are in connection with the Holy Spirit. And I believe that one of the tools that God has given to us to be released into that is the gift of speaking in tongues. And so I feel like this morning, church, that God wants to release a a fresh passion and a fresh zeal for that. He wants us to be unlocked in that. And if you're here today and you've never received that, I want to pray for you in just a moment. I believe that God wants to release that in people's lives. If you're here today and you feel like that's a gift that you've had, but it's not quite been fully released in your life or unlocked in your life, that you you can have that unlocked in a greater way, passion in a greater way once again. If you're not confident in that, God wants to release a confidence to you for that. And so, Steve, if you want to come up on the keys, mate, that'd be awesome. Holy Spirit, I just thank you that you're here in this place. I thank you that you're here. You see, I want to pray for people in just a moment, and I'm going to invite you to come up out of your seat, stand up the front here. I believe that God wants to release that to you. And the Bible talks about how we can be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I heard that you guys had water baptisms here a few weeks ago, and that's fantastic. A water baptism is just simply where you get fully immersed, where you're all in, where you're fully immersed in water. Well, baptism of the fire of God, the Holy Spirit, is just where you get immersed in the presence of God, where you're all in in the presence of God here. And so I'd like to invite every person just to stand with me for just a moment. Close your eyes right now. We started this way this morning, but I believe that That for many of us here, God is saying, you know what? I want to stir it up again. I want to stir it up in our hearts and in our lives. What it is to to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. Just close your eyes and lift your hands to Jesus right now. Holy Spirit, we thank you that your presence is here in this place. We thank you that you love us. We thank you for your son, Jesus. And God, we thank you that you gave us everything that we need. And God, I thank you right now for the gifts of the Spirit. And this morning, I thank you for the gift of speaking in unknown tongues. Lord, that we could build ourselves up, that we could utter mysteries of the Spirit. And so, Father, right now, I pray you would speak to every person here in this place. You're here this morning and you would say, you know what, Andy, I know that I need to have that unlocked. Maybe you've never spoken in it, never had that gift, felt like you've had that gift released to you. Or maybe you're here and you just know that you're not operating at it and you'd like to have it unlocked in a fresh way. 
I want you to come and step up out of your seat, come up to the front. I want to pray for you. I want to release that around your life because I believe the Spirit of God is here in this place and He wants to unlock things in a fresh way for you. In fact, the Holy Spirit is saying that right now uh, He's wanting to release to people here in this place a freshness, the ability to work out, the ability to change atmospheres and to do that there. So if that's you right now, just come up out of your seat, line up across the front here because the Spirit of God is here in this place. Holy Ghost, we thank you right now for that.